Amen. All right, man. That reminded me of a scripture. I want to welcome everybody, Indianapolis campus. People watching online, praise God. We're glad you're with us. Um, praise God. There's a party going on around here. Did you grab my, my mobile phone there? But I was reminded as they were singing, God does have a blessing with your name on it. We're citizens of the kingdom of God, even though we're on this earth. <clears throat> you know, we're, we're citizens of heaven. Although we're, uh, we're, we're aliens, we're, for, we're, the Bible calls us aliens. You know you're, a, you're an alien? <laughs> Amen. You're an you're, you're alien, um, but that's not mean, means you're strange. Or you have a tail, but <laughs> praise God, we have, uh, we're strangers. The Bible uses the words like strangers, foreigners here on this earth, but so, we're, but we're citizens in heaven. Aliens here, citizens there. Amen. I'm looking for that cool in the gang song. Because we're going to have a party today. Isn't that called Celebrate? Yeah. Amen. You may not want to share this on your Facebook because they might think that I'm, I'm not saved. Amen. So, but uh, this is, we're, we're, in a, we're in a big party. And uh, that Jesus got us into. We are... Um, actually, this is not in your notes today. I encourage you to get your app. I'm just kind of trying to find this song here right now because it's going to get me going. Amen. So <laughs> there it is, man. But uh, I encourage you to share this with, with somebody on Facebook. Those of you that are on Facebook, uh, go ahead and click that share button and invite people to this party, all right? There we go, is it? Yeah, the party going on around here. <laughs> so, oh, well, you know what? Let me stop this. They're going to shut me down on Facebook. I <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> They will shut you down in a minute, man. Golly. Holy. Okay, amen. I can't, there's no take backs, right? We're live. <laughs> uh, I own, we own, we, we don't own the rights, but we, we pay for rights to, to be able to, um, on this uh, Christian, um, this Christian company or whatever, they, CCLI, I believe it is, we, we can pay for like every year. So we just started paying for this to keep us from getting shut down on Facebook and YouTube so that we have the right to use a particular song. But um, uh, Cool in the Gang is not in that group. 
So, praise the Lord. Have mercy, Facebook. <laughs> All right. We're going we're gonna to have some fun. I mean, this is a... Jesus is awesome. I'm going to read a couple of scriptures. It's not in your notes. I encourage you to get the Summit Church app. If you don't have it, you can search in your app store, Android, even Android. We don't discriminate. Android and Apple. So uh, your iOS store. But just go, go get and search for the Summit Church Indiana. You can get our app. And uh, join in with us. It's got the scriptures and even a place where um, you, can, you can take your own notes. And you can um, email it to yourself. And keep it in your archives. I titled this message today, Don't Miss the Party. And I've ministered this before, but it's, I've ministered this one time over, it's been over a couple of years, I'm sure, um, but I got more light than I did then. Let me give you a couple of, of verses that's not in your notes. Colossians 1, 13, 14 from the New Century Version, God has freed us from the power of darkness. You're not darkness, you are light. And he brought us he just didn't take us out of something. He brought us into something. I'm, gonna do, I'm just going to do some flat foot teaching today uh, because we, I can get excited about this stuff. But this is, this is the life that we have, man. This life in Christ is a life of freedom. And, and he just didn't take us out of something, but he brought us into something. He, he brought us into the kingdom. So I, I want to help some of y'all to change your minds today because God doesn't he, he has a different M.O. Than, way, than the way a lot of people think. See, uh, God is not like man. Okay? And um, like the way God would do things, some people would call it unfair. And we'll get to this later, but I just want you to hold this in your mind. God, now, now this might sound crazy what I'm going to say, but God is a bookkeeper's nightmare. God's standard of fairness is not like man's. Now, I'm going to give you some scripture here today. I'm prepping you for something, but I'm going to give you some scripture today that if it wasn't in the Bible, you would have a hard time with it. And you might have a hard time with it even though it's in the Bible. But this is the way that God thinks. And, and guess what? We have the mind of Christ. And when it comes to the kingdom, it's, it's different than the kingdom of darkness. There's only two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of light, the kingdom of darkness, and the kingdom of, of light um, has a, a, a different system than the kingdom of darkness. So we've been freed from the power of darkness and, brought, and he brought us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we're in a kingdom. Say, I'm in a kingdom. You need to know that you're in the kingdom. 
Okay? It's, it's not, this, this kingdom is it's not whether you're white or black. See, in Christ, there's neither a, a Jew or Greek, male or female, and you can put in there any other race, Mexican, Asian, whatever, black, white, red, blue, I know it's not blue, but <laughs> brown, light-skinned folk, light-skinned folk, holler at me. Yeah, all right now. <laughs> it don't matter. In Christ, we're one. You know what saddens me is when people, um, they have these, even within, we've even had it within the body where people stop coming because of somebody's political view. Or, man, all of that stuff is out the door in Christ. We should vote and we should be involved. I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. But we're number one citizens of the kingdom of God. I am first a child of God. Because we're all made in the image of God. And guess what? If you, if, if you, if you cut slash, slash, slash your wrist, not slash it, that's, that's a little harsh. If, if you cut your wrist a little bit, everybody... Nobody's going to bleed anything other than red. I mean, we're humans. I mean, I w- it would sadden me if I, if I let it about just the things that go on in America. Uh, just this whole divide, this black and white, and just it's like people take a stand and on this or that, and then they allow it to... Um, they get, get all disturbed about things when this party's going on. <laughs> huh? um, see, some of y'all just know me since I've been saved. I used to wear red, black, and green. And it was uh, some of y'all, Matt knows what I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, I used to be in that militant stuff and, and all of that. And, uh, you know, um, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. You know, understand. But see, I, I, listen, I'm glad I'm black. I wouldn't want to be no no other color, skin-wise. But I'm, number one, a citizen of heaven. You understand? And I know that there's nothing that can stop me. Because if I believe what some people believe, it would be be some some things that could could stop me. I actually, some I actually believe this. See, you, you, when you come into the kingdom thinking you have to change your mind, I actually believe that there's nothing that can stop me. There's nothing. No, no prejudice, no injustice, no anything because of my superhero. I am unstoppable. You, you can't stop me. That's not arrogant. And it's the same thing about you. There's nothing that can stop you, child of God. Amen. Nothing. Man, God will move so much stuff out of the way to make a way for you. But you got you to gotta flip it. Because, see, we, we can go anywhere we want in our mind. And once you go to uh, some place... You, you leave the other place. You can't have it both ways. Can you be stopped or not? Yeah, but 
Can you be stopped or not? Because you got you have 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 a belief of that, or else you're gonna have a crutch. Let me leave that alone. But no, I ain't gonna leave it alone. I'm I'm gonna tell you what's the basis of this. That we're we're in a in a we're we're not in darkness. In darkness, the rules are crazy. There's crazy rules in darkness, man, and I can't play those rules. See, um, I have to, my, my thinking, oh, uh, it's uh, 2 Corinthians uh, 10. Um, yeah, somebody pulled the plug. Uh, <laughs> uh, here is casting down imaginations, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Okay. And taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So we, we want to throw down any, any imaginations, anything that doesn't line up with kingdom thinking. In kingdom thinking, you can't lose. So he freed us from the power of darkness, brought us into the kingdom of his dear son. The son paid for our sins, and in him we have forgiveness. Ephesians 2.19, now therefore you have... Somebody say, I've been forgiven. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. So, we're in a kingdom. Now, let's get to this party. Oh. First, let me, let me give you this. Matthew 3, verse 1. This should be, in, this is in your notes. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching. Now, he was a forerunner of Jesus. And saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Okay? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So, Jesus came to bring in the kingdom. Now, the word repent, I want you to, to pay attention to this word. It's the Greek word metanoia. Metanoia, a combination of two Greek words. Meta, you may have heard people use the word meta. It means huge, big. See? This is, uh, so it's a big change of thinking. Y'all need help? Praise the Lord. Uh, okay. Hang on, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Sunday. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There we go. Hey, we. Yes. we okay. Okay. Amen. <laughs> I get to control it. All right. Thank you, Lord. Amen. <laughs> the devil is a liar. <laughs> We're cooking with grease now. Okay. 
So, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. What does the world is that? Oh, okay, marching news. Okay. So, huh, did, oh, okay, I, I get it. I didn't put it up in there, but okay, we got this. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I'm, I'm there now. Okay. This is in your notes, but I didn't put it up on the, uh, on the screen there. So, okay. In those days, Matthew 3, 1 and 2. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So there's repent, meta, big, big change of thinking. He said, repent. Change your thinking because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Okay? So, it's a different way of thinking in the kingdom. Now, let's go to Matthew 20, beginning in verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven, everybody say the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is like. See, in the kingdom of heaven versus what's going on in the earth, Everything is different there than there is here. And Jesus, Jesus prayed, thy will be done, or Jesus taught the disciples to pray, excuse me, thy, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And so the things, the, the, the methodology of the kingdom is different than the methodology of the world or, or darkness. Okay, so there's a, new, there's a new way of thinking. And he said, the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Some of you have read the story. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like this. So, underscore that, see that word like? That's very important. He, he's saying, this is the way you need to see the kingdom. It's like this. I'm going somewhere with this now. Now, when he had agreed, okay, he hired these laborers for his vineyard. Now, when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius day's pay a day, day's pay. See, a denarius is a day's pay. He sent them into his vineyard. Now, how do we read the Bible? We read, we read the Bible through the lens of the finished work of Jesus. I mean, the whole Bible opens up to you when you understand God's unconditional love and his grace. Okay, so he gave them this denarius, which was a day's pay, and he sent them out to work. And he went out about the third hour, and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day. They said to him, <clears throat> because nobody gave me no job. So, <clears throat> I 
He said to them, so you also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and give them their wages beginning with the last to the first. And when he came, and when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received what? A denarius. The day's pay. And they worked an hour. Everybody say, this is what the kingdom's like. I didn't understand this until I understood grace. And when they had received Okay, so when the first came, they suppose, everybody say suppose, suppose. they would receive more. Likewise, what'd they get? The day's pay. Now, why are they complaining? What the owner wanted to do with them people that worked the hours, none of their business. <laughs> Some of y'all see the picture here? We're not, we're not quite done with this, but, but some of you see, you, see, you see where I'm going? See, um, God's manner or method of fairness is not like man's methods of, of fairness. Huh? See, they thought that they should be rewarded according to their hard work and how long they worked. You know, I've been a Christian for all these years, and, and the people just to think that they can just come up and get blessings, and I've, I've worked hard. I mean, I serve in the church, and it's just not fair that somebody just can come up and get healed, and they just got saved, and they, it's just, it's just not fair somebody can get blessed like that. Why would God bless them, and he doesn't bless me? Look how long I've been working in the church. So they complained. They said, these last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us. How many of you know everybody's equal in the kingdom? There's no minister that's higher than you. I'm not, I'm not, look, I know I'm, I'm, I'm higher because I'm, I'm up on this podium, and you down there, but that don't have nothing to do with kingdom business in terms of, I mean, this is just a good way for me to present the message to you, but we're all on an equal level in Christ. There's no minister that's higher in the kingdom than you. There's nobody closer to God than you. How, how much closer can you be to God than him being in you? I don't just want to be closer to God. Stop trying. You are already close to God. He's in you. I mean, people write whole books about how to get close to God, how to get close to God. Man, you, listen, I saved you from reading all that, that book, and a lot of it, you know, what can you say? I mean, you, you're in Christ. Thank you, Lord. These last men only work one hour. You made them equal to us who born, born the, uh, uh, the, the 
the burden and heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? So take what is yours and go your way. I, okay, just forget you're in church for a moment. Do you think this is fair? Like everybody, well, that ain't fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. Do you think what this guy's doing is fair? I mean, when he comes, this is why I say God is a bookkeeper's nightmare. See, his standard of fairness is different from man's. And there are people in the kingdom of God, they, they just think that they, but they don't understand the kingdom. They think that they should be rewarded by God based on their efforts and their performance. But the kingdom ain't like that. <laughs> the kingdom's not like that. In the kingdom, all shall know me from the least to the greatest. All of us are equally blessed. We have the blessings of God available to us 24-7. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. We have it right now. We got a great big party going on up in here. I'm not, this is, listen, this is not, I'm not trying to hype you up and want to calm down because this is right here. This is a lot, a lot of people don't understand. They, don't, they, they, want, they want stuff being fair. But this, see, change your mind. Change your thinking. This is what the kingdom is like. This, see, this, this story right here, don't, don't sleep on it. It's, it's telling you how the kingdom works. It's telling you how things are done in the kingdom. And listen, the nature of the king. He's a good, good father. He's benevolent. He, he wants to give. He wants to bless all the time. It's not, it doesn't make any difference how, you, how hard you work. He doesn't bless you based on your performance or based on your effort. It's, it's because of his generous heart. And, and this, this landowner is, is a type of, of God who has unlimited resources. See, here's some takeaways from this as we go on to something else, really a parallel passage. Okay. Um, hmm. So here's some takeaways. God is a bookkeeper's nightmare. And he pays according to the generosity of his heart. God has great, unlimited resources. He, he, he's, he's generous. He's big and he's rich. He's El Shaddai. He is the God. You know what El Shaddai means? It means he's the breasty one. 
He is the God who is more than enough. Unlimited. He has unlimited resources. Listen, he is never unfair according to his standard of fairness. <laughs> Isn't that good to know? If you, if, if you are a Christian, you've been a Christian for five minutes, get ready for your blessing. You don't have to wait five years. To get like somebody else and, oh, man, I want to really be like you. And, I, man, I want to really get, know the, know the word like you know it. Man, you can start getting blessed right now. Watch this. Say, say, say this. God is never unfair. According to his standard of fairness. So don't ever get jealous of somebody else's blessings. Don't ever ask, like, well, what about me, Lord? I mean, I've been serving you for all these years. How come I can't get blessed? You're already blessed. Some folks just know how to receive. So all you got to do is just know how to receive, just believe. I just believe. Okay, God says I'm blessed, I'm blessed. He says, I'm the righteousness of God. Praise God, I am the righteousness of God. And sometimes these older, these older brothers, older sisters in the Lord, talk people out of their blessings by giving them rules. This is not, these, these are not rules here that, that I mean, they, they, this guy, these people, these ungrateful workers, they say, this is not fair. This is not, they, they're rule-based. We're not under the law. We're under grace. Now, just be honest with me. So, how many of you, you may not be there now, but at least at some time in your life, you, you used to think that you had to earn God's blessings, that you had, to, you had to be a certain level of a Christian. And if things weren't working, it must be something I'm not doing. It's always the, always the devil's job is try to point you to yourself. What are you not doing? You're not doing enough for God. All that Jesus has done for you. And, and, and look, 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 look at you. Look, you. What have you done for him? That's what a lot of messages are. During this time of day on Sunday. You've not done enough. The reason why you're not blessed is because God don't like ugly. And, and uh, you need to look at, you need to examine your life and get that sin out of your life. Jesus got the sin out. Now see, when I go talking like this, people think you're making light of sin. No, you're not making light of sin. You're making much of Jesus. You're making much of the cross. See, when, when you realize that you're forgiven, when you're forgiven much, you love much. And you'll, 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 you'll live holier by accident than you ever could on purpose. And you, when you just feed on, 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 on his love. See, people that just go out and just, well, I'm under grace, and they just keep sinning, and they sin all the time, and they, that, that's their lifestyle, they don't, they're, not un, they're not under grace. 
How do you know that? Well, because Romans 6.14 says sin won't have dominion over you when you're under grace. If sin has dominion over you, you're not under grace. You might have heard about it, but you're not under it. Because grace will change you from the inside out. Grace will teach you how to live. Let me show you. In Titus, I'm going off topic a little bit, but it says, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared. See, grace is not a, how, well, grace appeared. Why would grace appeared? Well, the law came through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Great, grace came down. The law was given through a servant. But grace appeared. Grace came down. <laughs> grace, Jesus is grace personified, full of grace and truth. So the grace, watch this, the grace of God that brought salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. You don't have to try to live holy. The grace will teach you how to live. Jesus will show you how to live. Paul, see, if you, if, if people don't question, um, when, when, if they, if they don't question you as a preacher and ask you, do you mean you can sin all you want? If, if nobody asks that question, you're not preaching grace strong enough. Because if you're preaching grace strong enough, the question will come up. Well, you mean we could just sin all we want? Well, you can. You can sin a thousand times and you still in right standing with God. And if you don't understand that, you don't understand righteousness. You don't understand grace. Now, see there, that, 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 that ain't right. We ain't supposed to sin. It's not... I'm not, I'm not promoting sin. Again, I'm making much of Jesus. See, because when you understand grace, when, when you receive this abundance of grace, you won't want to. See, Paul, Paul anticipated them. You know how some, somebody says, uh, you know, they're talking and, and, and they'll say, like if I'm talking, I'll say, and you say, Al, can you just sin all you want? Is that what you're saying? That's what, that's what Paul did in Romans 6. Paul did that. It wasn't, it wasn't them talking. It was actually um, Paul. He said, what? And he, and he actually did this twice, but here's one of them. He said, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? See, Paul is saying that because he knew what they were thinking. You think I'm saying we can just go, go, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He's like, you know what his answer was? Certainly not. How shall we, who died to sin, live any longer in it? So he posed the question that they were thinking, and he said, you know, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He said, he's like, no. 
Certainly not. How can we? It's not our nature. See, it's that we died to sin. See, when Jesus died, we died. Stop, and that's another thing. Stop killing yourself. Well, I'm, I'm dying to self. Who told you that? I told you to die to self. What in the world? Now, okay, I, I used to say that. I'm guilty. I, I used to say that kind of stuff. Anybody ever heard that nonsense? I used to preach that nonsense out of my own mouth. And, you know, you, how, how you can repeat things like a parrot. We shouldn't be parrots. It, check things out in the Word. Stop saying, stop killing yourself. Now, if you can find in the Bible where somebody's killing themselves, then go ahead on. But in the New Covenant, we don't do that. Well, Paul said, I die daily. He didn't say that. He said, I face death daily. Read some other translations. I mean, some people won't read nothing but the King James. Because they think that that, well, I, I understand that that's what Paul used. But there are other translations. Just because Paul used the King James, that, no, Paul didn't use the King James. Okay. That was a joke. But somebody, the King James. Like, the King James, that's not the original. The original is in Greek. They're translated into English. And, and, and thank God for None of the translations have it all right, but several translations, if you uh, research, just read different translations where Paul said, I, uh, I, some of them say, I die daily, but actually, I face death daily. I mean, Paul was shipwrecked, left for dead, night and day in the deep. He had all kinds of stuff come against him. He faced death daily. That's what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about killing himself. Now, if you want to know like, you did die, you already, but you're already dead. We died with Christ. You died. The Bible says you died. You're not dying. You died. Thank you, Jesus. And when you realize that, so you have a new life. You have a new nature. I, see, I used to be somebody else. I used to be a militant, playboy, all that kind of stuff dealt drugs, all that kind of stuff. I don't even know that person anymore. I, that's like, that person is so foreign to me because when you're in Christ, you're a new creation. The old things have passed away, man. That, that, that person that did that stuff is dead. And you know what? I wasn't even trying, listen, I wasn't even trying to stay out of the club. I was trying to, you know, walk with that walk. You understand? And the, the walk kind of, my walk changed. And I didn't even understand grace. And can you let me share my testimony a little bit? I didn't even understand grace then. Because sometimes you, when you get saved, people start putting these rules on you. But if you think about it, even when, when you let the Holy Spirit teach you when you first get saved, there's such a freedom. And then somebody lays some rules on you. Don't do this and don't do that. I was so free, man, I would just, I would, I would drink my whiskey and 7-Up and, uh, and read my Bible. 
Crown Royal in that, in that purple uh, bag. I would collect them things, put coins in it, all kinds. I had some in those bags. Two liter seven up. Read my Bible, hit that. I think I read the Bible first, and then I, I hit the whiskey and, you know, go to sleep. Uh, because I, got, I was so happy. I, I bought my first Bible. My, my mom bought me a, a, a living Bible. I still have it in my office when I was 16 years old with her signing it. And, but I bought my first, as an adult, I bought my first Bible on my own. It was a Thompson Chain Bible. I, I love that Bible. I would read. But I still had old habits. Now, certain things, I stopped. The cocaine stopped immediately. The weed, I, I, I stopped that immediately. But I, again, I didn't try. I didn't want it anymore. See, my nature had changed. Um, the women, that was another story that, that, because see, every, every <laughs> everything doesn't change. You have a, a new nature and, and see, but you just keep walking with Jesus. You understand? And so, I'm, I'm not here to tell you what's right or wrong. I'm not here telling you that whiskey's a sin. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not here trying to define sin. I'm just giving you my testimony. It's just that I, <laughs> I went to the club for the last time. I still remember. I can picture it in my mind. I just can't picture where it is, but I can picture it in my mind. I went there because, again, that was my habits. <laughs> I'm a new creation, but my habit was to go to the club. Well, it's Friday night. You understand? So, I mean, I, I go hard for, for the Lord. I mean, these, I, these Christians tickle me. They got to go to bed at like 9 o'clock. And we didn't even start going to the club at, at 10 o'clock. And you can't even have church sometimes. You have church. Well, I got I to go. I got to get in the bed, man. It's like, like. Anyway, you used to didn't even go out to 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And I went in that club for the last time. I didn't know it was my last time. Now, this is why, why I, I give my life to the Lord, reading my Bible, but I'm used to going to the club. I go in the club, and I see the same kind of women they used to see, but I didn't have the game that I had. Because my nature had changed. I didn't know how to talk that talk no more. I didn't know how to do it. So I just went in there, and, uh, and I saw the bass player. We're friends to this day. The bass player of the church I attended, he's in the same club. And we kind of, you know how you can kind of look at each other when you ain't, you, you, you're at a place where you really shouldn't be, and like you're looking at each other like, why are we here? <laughs> So uh, I don't know if he left or not, but I just, I just, I was like, you know what? I am different. I don't even want to be here. And no, it was no rule. I just, I just left, man. I left early. Wasn't there very long. Nothing, nothing. I didn't fit that environment. 
And I still remember, I, I'm, I'm, I'm walking out to my car, and I'm looking back at the club, and I'm in a strange place, because where do I go now? I mean, <laughs> I can't believe I'm leaving here. What am I going to do with my night now? You know what I mean? What, what's, what's happening here? But what's happening, what's happening was I was different, but I didn't try to be different. Stop trying to be a good Christian. And just feed on his word and enjoy the party. Enjoy his presence. Experience Jesus. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior. Pick up your Bible and read it. Read about how good God is. And guess what? The goodness of God leads you to repentance. Not somebody hollering and screaming at you. Repent! You're going to hell! Huh? And people hollering that don't even know what repent means. Repent means to change your mind. It doesn't mean to turn around. It means to change. Metanoia, Greek. Change your mind. Change your mind about how the kingdom works. Let me close with just talking about this, uh, un these ungrateful workers. They accuse the landowner of being unfair. There's Christians like that accusing God. They couldn't enjoy their blessing. Because guess what? They got blessed. But they couldn't enjoy it because their eyes on somebody else. See, the kingdom is different than anything you've experienced. See, the king, see what they experienced was different. Like, like they, they experienced something different in the way the, the landowner did things was different than what they were used to. See, they wanted everybody to be paid by the books. See, the world can operate a certain way, but this is the way the kingdom works. Because if you, you don't want, listen, you don't want to be paid by the book. Because <laughs> ain't nobody in here who haven't sinned. And you have one of them days. Paid by, you don't want to be paid by books. You don't want to get what you deserve. Boy, it, one of the most exciting things to me is when I know I've, I've had one of them days when uh, I didn't do the right things or didn't say the right things. I can still say I am the righteousness of God in Christ. And God is not blessing me based on my behavior today. He's blessed me because of Jesus. The kingdom is not rule-oriented. God blesses us in the kingdom based on the, the, the generosity of his heart. And he's a big God. 
it, it, this is this is not a zero sum game. He doesn't he, he he doesn't have to like somebody else gets blessed. That's not less for you. <laughs> God's got enough for all of us. It's like if you have if you have like a, like a piece of pie and like if somebody has three four slices. You ever you ever come home to somebody made a pizza and they leave you one slice. Because there's only like one piece, it's like only, there's only so many slices. Sorry, the blessings are all, they're all taken up today. God will never say that to you because he, he has unlimited resources. But, but you got to change your thinking to what the kingdom is like. So at any given time, that blessing with your name on it, boom, manifest. But see, say I have the mind of Christ. See, and you, 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 you go around, you, you thinking the way Jesus thinks about you. You believe what Jesus says about you. And in the kingdom, there are no limitations. All these superheroes out there that's, you know, Iron Man, Batman, Superman, Captain Marvel, um, who else? Thor, Captain America, Hulk. Y'all know these, these people. Wonder Woman. Yeah. The Black Panther. All these guys. Who are, listen. They're, I enjoy these movies. They're fictitious. Fictitious. Huh? You know, I enjoy them, but, but I mean, don't, don't get it out of its place. It's, it's, keep it over there in fictitious realm. This, this right here, that's why we need more kingdom movies, not, not those, pe- those movies that display Jesus as weak, but somebody that display Jesus as strong as who he is, man. I've never really seen a movie. I, I would really like to produce a movie. It's re- really what I, 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 I'd like to do. If I, I, I need some help. And if, 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 lo, 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 if the Lord wants me to do it, he's going to bring people across my path to help me do it. Because, I mean, something about film where you can see something. I mean, I mean to see Jesus for who he really is, let, have him walk the way that he walked. Man, he was a man among men. And, uh, and he's alive and he's powerful and he's our savior. And he is, is, lives to make intercession for us. That doesn't, that doesn't mean... He's praying for us. See, some people read that into that. He's making intercession. That means he's, he's standing in the presence of God on our behalf. He's our intermediary. We have one mediator between God and men, the man. Jesus is the man. The man, Christ Jesus. I know he's God, but that scripture says he's the man. Christ Jesus, and he's strong. Man, listen, I'm telling you, I've been there when some people think you, you haven't been there. I've been there when, 
um, I was just still, I was learning, even after I, I walked out the club, remember? And I'm learning about, I'm learning the word, coming home one day, and all of my stuff is out. Just before I got married, thank God I didn't have to put Carla through that. But all my stuff was in a rope because I got evicted, and it was in front of my apartment. I couldn't get in. All my stuff, I had to get somebody to come. Can you imagine how humiliating that is? All your stuff, people looking out the window. <laughs> you know they're looking, right? That dude that got kicked out of his place. See? see, people look at you now. The Lord has brought me a mighty long way. Amen. See, payday is coming for you. But see, I, but, but I, I, I had to leave all of that other stuff behind. I totally, I totally just went all in. I left the playboy, the militant, and all that kind. I left all of that, and I said, either he do it or he won't. If you are who you say you are, I cannot be stopped. Can no racism stop me? Nothing, nothing can stop me from getting where, I mean. This is, this is nothing. Other than, if, if we're left with the natural, man, we're in trouble. I'm here, I'm a witness, I'm here to tell you. Man, I, I, I've had somebody sit there and, and in front of me and, and try to tell me to my face that somebody was a bad person and, and all this stuff. And, and that same person that they called a bad person. And the same person that some people uh, was, were accusing of kind of, I think they, they, they think they're racist. That same person they were accusing had been a huge blessing to me in my life. Because you, you're somebody different. And you got the favor of, what if you believe you had the favor of God on your life? I'm not talking about just favor. The favor of Almighty God on your life. What would that mean to you? What, if, what would that mean to you if, if you believe you couldn't be stopped? Huh? Thank you, Jesus. I, I, I can go on and on and just tell you about the favor of God in my life, the things that could have been ugly, could have been some ugly situations. But because, I, because of Jesus... And I just believe, I believe I'm protected. I'm not scared to walk the streets. Ladies, if you alone by yourself, you don't have to be afraid of anything. You got protection. You got 
you got angels that are packing. Hmm? You don't want to rely on the natural. I'm telling you, I had a police officer tell me recently. They said, look, look, I'm a police officer, and, I, I, and I, even when I'm off duty, I have the, um, now I'm, I'm talking to people who are not afraid, right? They, they told me, you know, when I'm off duty, I, you know, I could listen to the uh, radio. He said, if you understood what's, what's going on in this city, he said, everybody be, have, have be packing and had their door locked. And then they can't get enough police officers. Nobody wants to be a police. It's not popular to be a police right now. And so Fort Wayne has an issue. And like, I'm just talking about just natural stuff because, I mean, there's not hardly, hardly many cars on the streets because you can't get people. Well, nobody wants to be a police officer. It's dangerous out there. And I believe that that's a calling. You, you, you need to be called to be a police officer. And thank God for good police. If I see them, I pay for their uh, Starbucks. I don't care if they're firemen, any public servant I know, and they're getting Starbucks. They, oh, you don't have to. I know I, just, they, they don't, a lot of people don't know how to receive. But listen, I appreciate the job that they do. You can get them and put their life on the line all the time. But... But some of that stuff, man, I didn't even realize. I mean, I've been living here for I don't know how long, but there's some crazy stuff going on out there all the time. But, but thank God, we don't have to be afraid because we're covered. We're protected. He gives his angels charge over you, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not afraid of the boogeyman. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Thank you, Jesus. So thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you to no person.